And listen, like you said, like you get offered ninety thousand dollars to go from Liberty to Virginia Tech, like it's a lot of money. Like it's a lot of money. It, but if you want to get drafted and play in the NFL, I can assure you, you're going to make a whole lot more than ninety five thousand um, dollars. Ant with a good point says, would it be easier to build your culture? When you can bring an entire roster of young guys in one uh, all season, Dion changed the culture. Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley did also because of the portal. But we could also say Lincoln Riley has been an incredible disappointment through two years at USC, considering what was expected of him and Caleb Williams. Yeah, and that still doesn't mean I don't think Lincoln Riley's a good coach. I do, and this whole Dion thing, and, and Ant knows this, it's eroding quickly right now. Yeah. quickly. It was a fun story in September. It is a nightmare right now. Well, and I think, too, we're starting to see some of the articles written about Colorado's long-term recruiting, which I don't know if that's that significant. I think we all understand Dion's trying to get out of there, you know, once Shador and Shallow end up graduating. And listen. He has said as much. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think looking at Dion's long-term recruitment is maybe not the best uh, way to analyze the job that he's doing. But I'll say this. When you're hiring a college football coach in this era, we talk, we sit here and we talk at nauseum about X's and O's, offensive guy, defensive guy. You know, can yep. he come in and cure it right away? The culture building aspect of it is more important than ever. And like, if you don't have a strong number one at the top, it's going to be very, very difficult to win. Well. From what we've talked about today, BC, I would say this, and it just kind of hit me like a lightning rod, although it's also kind of stating the obvious, too, is there's only really, even though we're going to go to a 12-team playoff, let's say there's going to be about 20 teams who can realistically win the championship, right? Yeah. And you know who these teams are. So everybody else, you better be fun. <laughs> you darn right. You better be entertaining. Because honestly, for... Eighty percent of college football—that's the only realistic thing your fan base can ask of you is entertain me. Yeah, have a really good offense. It's it's like North Texas this year. It's like North Texas. Like they were five and seven, but I can tell you one thing: their fans love seeing forty-five points every time they showed up to Apogee. Be be entertaining because that's realistically that's all you can ask for. I I mean, I think especially the, the lower the level you get, the less defense is important. Oh, I agree. I mean, you might as well play flag football. And, and listen, I'm not discounting wins and losses. I think that matters. I'm, I'm, I, it, it does, but also I think that – but, again, only a few teams out of the 135 we're going to yep. have, 20 can win a championship. That's it. But if you're 9-3 and three and you're scoring 27 points a game versus 7-5 and five, but you're scoring 44 points a game, a bowl game's a bowl game. It, Give me the 44 again. No difference. There's yeah. no difference. The difference is you might get a little bit of payout, but it's not your money. Why do you care? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I agree. And, and listen, if you're the head coach, you're going to get hired the next tier up either way. Um, I got this sent to me today. Just trying to put this to close. It says, the old way of coaching is out the window. The kids only respect what you could do for them. If you can get them 600 yards of offense a game, they'll respond. Yep. That's right. Bottom line. And listen, I'm not saying it's the greatest thing in the world, but it's it's where we're at. Um, it is um, 
there's a couple of buzzwords I want to end with this that I, that I've heard from this area the last two days, and I think this applies across the board. And I'm not trying to say um, ages. I mean, and, and old coaches should coach anymore. I'm not saying like the best coach right now is, is the oldest one, right? Nick Saban, um, Kirk Ferentz. As boring as it is, they win at Iowa. Yeah. But how many times did you hear relatable? Probably a lot. Relatable, relatable juice, excitement, like. Yep. I, I, if if you want to look for where I think, I'm not saying they should, but if you want to know where I think the, the the schools in our area are going to go on these next hires, I would expect them to go young. And I would also, even though uh, particularly John Hartwell said he doesn't care offense or defense, I would expect to be an offensive minded person. I agree. And I think honestly. You kind of have to be. I think so, too. Good stuff. What do we got on Bleed That Blue tonight? Yeah, we got a big show. We're going to talk about the Blue Hens. Delaware coming into conference USA. We are absolutely jacked up about it. Uh, Joe Flacco. Yeah, Flacco's back in conference USA. Hopefully give him an honorary tech jersey here in a couple years. Uh, Dunkin' Dogs off to a 5-1 and one start. We'll talk with Sean Paul, uh, who does the Field the of rapper? 68. No, 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 not the rapper. Field of 68, Sean Paul at 625, and then we got Tech Kicker Jacob Barnes in studio at 640. Nice. Uh, Dwayne, we'll, put a nail, we'll end with this. He says, nail on the head. I can handle getting beat 45-43 and come back for more. Getting beat 28-13 is absolute torture. Yes. <laughs> I get it. I'm the same way. And I think that's – again, I've said this a billion times. This is entertainment. This is a TV show. I want to enjoy it. So, for Ben Colwell, for John Tabor, we'll do this again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Another edition of the company. We'll see you then. This has been the Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. beat the Bills in overtime and I'm I'm okay saying I was wrong about Jalen Hurts I have cautiously been dipping my toe in the water of Jalen Hurts is pretty darn good maybe he's not as good as his contract but look the idea of sports and the reason we keep score is to decide who's better and it doesn't really matter how you get to having more points than your opponent it just matters that you do when the clock strikes zero and Jalen Hurts finds a way. But the big thing to me is, are we, we are, last year we came as close as we've ever come of having a guy who's a dominant runner who can also throw win a Super Bowl as a quarterback. I mean, they didn't lose last year because of Jalen Hurts. They lost because their defense couldn't get a stop. The Doug Gottlieb Show, weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> ben, ben Maller, the big dog. I am the greatest effing clown. Ben Maller, the man with all the answers. And anyone who says otherwise is an absolute idiot.
Ben Maller, the After Hours Specialist. This is the definition of stepping into it. It's the Ben Maller Show. So I've got three Stooges, Alanis Morissette, and Jersey Mike. It's like- Weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Kaboom! FS1. Call your friends and ask how they do it. To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. Boom. Trust your eyes. FS1. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 Excited to come to you on this Tuesday evening. Beck Haynes, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was pretty good, BC. Pretty relaxing. We've whittled it down pretty good. We don't do all the... It's good to hear. Do all, we don't do all the multi-day, multi-family travel anymore. We kind of just pick one and say hey this is your year we'll bless you know what you i've whittled down with our presence i'm an anti-turkey guy <clears throat> you just ain't having good turkey apparently not oh guess... clark cooking the turkey for you no he's not but heck he might should be what kind of how are y'all I, doing I, the turkey i, I like I, your I mom like, listens to the show i like ham a little bit i don't like turkey at all the only thing the only thing i like about ham is the sandwiches the days after those are pretty spot on. I made a grilled cheese with the with that Thanksgiving ham today. Yeah, for the dinner. little Hawaiian roll. No, just regular bread, cheese, ham, cheese. Pretty salty. Oh, I'm a big sides guy. Like oh, I, I love. Them. I'm there for the sides. I'm there for the rolls, dressing, corn casserole. Do you uh, do you you mix them up a little bit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Ben. Without a doubt. Uh, by the way. Obviously, I hope you haven't forgotten this, but before we went off the air last Tuesday night, we decided to pick the Tech McNeese game. Oh my gosh, I know where this is going. Tabe, you know where this is going? Yeah, he knows where this is going. And we said, you know, do you think the dog's going to win? It's a big game. Really need to get a win. Get to 4-1. and one. I think I said we won on a, on a, blast, on a buzzer beater. Yeah, well, it. I said Tech would win 71-62, and by God, they won 71-62. And I had a dollar bet on it, and I won seventeen thousand. That's a lie. I know, but still. Hey, but good. Congrats. Good for you. Hey, hey, early season too. Yeah. Oh, I'm spot on. Some would say it was a shot in the dark. Yeah, it it probably was, but it is what it is. But hey, I I went to the game. Yeah, we did. It was good to be there. Got to see Tech AD Eric Wood out at the games. Good to see him. So obviously, friend of the program. Always good to see him. Great friend of the program. Bacho. He's pretty good. He's the real deal. Yeah, he's pretty salty. So. Uh, we're going to talk some Dunkin' Dogs tonight. They'll be on the road tomorrow night at New Mexico. That's an 8 p.m. tip-off on the Mountain West Network. Both Louisiana Tech and New Mexico are 5-1 and one overall. Uh, we're going to talk with Sean Paul of the Field of 68 covering men's college basketball coming up at 625. We'll get his takes on... Is he Moonlight as a rapper? Possibly. 
Uh, we'll get uh, his thoughts on Conference USA hoops. We'll talk Louisiana Tech, New Mexico. We'll talk about uh, you know everything college basketball at six twenty five, six forty. Kicker Jacob Barnes. Baby Barnes. Baby Barnes. We've referenced him a lot. Excited to have him in the studio. Visit with him for 30, 45 minutes. Uh, great opportunity to... Kicked a know, lot of kicks in his day. Yeah. Made 79.4% of them. Louisiana Tech's all-time record holder in that respect. From an accuracy standpoint. Do you, have, do you, have, do you have the... I know you got the percentage. Do you have like the... Number of kicks yeah, and all that? Like, yeah, I can pull it up for us. I'm going to need that because I'm going to need to know how many more he would have needed to make to get to 80%. Probably one more. No. You think? I don't know. He probably has less than 100. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Oh, probably wouldn't need one more. Is 80 a big number for you? I just feel like if you're that close. Why not? Why not go 80? Yeah. That's what it is. We'll We'll ask him. Yeah, we'll talk with Jacob Barnes coming up at 640. He'll be live here in the studio if he can get around all these closed streets out here around uh, North Monroe Street. So uh, you can get us, like I said, 888-993-7762. A lot going on. In Louisiana Tech Athletics, a lot going on in Conference USA. Oh. Uh, don't know if you saw it. So we've had all these additions to Conference USA. When you talk about the bell cows of the league, the loyalist, you talk about Louisiana Tech, Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky, FIU, and UTEP. Nobody likes to talk about UTEP, so we don't talk about them very much because they're always you know, the snoozer of the week. Right. So... You've added, in, in recent, uh, I guess the last couple of years, you've added uh, Kennesaw State will come in in 2025. You've added Liberty. You've added New Mexico State. You've added Sam Houston State. You've added Jacksonville State. Well, we got a new addition. While we've been away covering Louisiana Tech, Judy's been working. Judy. We saw her at the Western Kentucky game earlier this year, and like it just looked like to us that she had a she was deep in thought. Well, come to find out, she was talking to Delaware. <laughs> and I don't know if she was talking to Joe Biden, and Joe Biden was like, hey, let's get Delaware in here, but by God, Delaware's here. Uh, six-time Division II national champion on the gridiron. Pretty good program. Um, actually, bet you didn't know this, Tech and Delaware faced off on the hardwood back in 2018. Delaware won 75-71. Hopefully, that's not a sign of things to come. But Delaware will enter Conference USA... 2025-2026. Do you have any thoughts on it? I know next to nothing about Delaware. <laughs> Same here, other than Joe Flacco. Uh, they seem, my geography is a little rough, but pretty far up there. Yep, northeast. Uh, so don't love it from a regional. Don't don't feel like they're going to be Don't think up. they'll be our travel partner. No. I'll be curious if their uh, fans chirp, if they got any fans, if they chirp on the Twitters. Really they like to come you at you. Yeah, sometimes. they'll rile you up. Uh... But, you know, also says that uh, Tarleton State and UMass are potential additions I mean, down the road. Just at, this point, at this point, Ben, do we have any leg to stand on to be mad about who is or isn't in our conference? Probably not. If a school calls, say, like, come on if in. If we're beating everybody by 40 and we're winning the ship every year, then we can be like, all right, come Complain on. Just, a little bit. Yeah. But if we're getting taken to the house by Sam Houston at home on our homecoming, I'm going to be just hoping somebody somebody comes in that we can beat. I'm just getting, hey, and that's that's coming from a place of love, Ben. I love I love these Bulldogs and I just want to win. And if Delaware gets me another W, I'll take it. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about that. I, I will say uh the Blue Hens 
Uh, I believe their helmets are similar to the old Rams helmets, you know, with the stripes. Oh, so yeah. you might like that. I might. Uh, you might mistake them for the Rams. So I don't know if Matt Stafford will walk out there at quarterback or if you'll see Sean McVay across the other sideline. But that's something to look forward to coming up in 2025. Of course, Conference USA now at 11 schools. Um, also, I don't know if you heard this. So Transfer Portal, heard about it before? Yes. Uh, opens up on December the 4th. Uh, if you want to enter the transfer portal early, you got to be a graduate. Well, here's the deal. Hank Bachmeyer came to Louisiana Tech from Boise State uh, probably about nine months ago. He's back in the transfer portal. Hmm. Solid year for Louisiana Tech in 2023. I don't think anybody would sit here and tell you that it was spectacular by any stretch of the imagination. But it was a solid year. I, I said on the Bleed Tape Blue message boards, and listen, those things can get you in trouble sometimes. you got to be careful. But I said that Hank Bachmeyer, and tell me if I'm wrong, be honest with me. I said Hank Bachmeyer was as advertised. Like when you look at the career numbers that he had at Boise State versus the numbers that he had at Louisiana Tech, his numbers were right in line. I think it was as advertised. Don't think he's a Heisman winner. Good player. Do you think it's a loss? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think Hank was a, was a good player. And I, he was you know, a one, one thing about Hank is he didn't ever really lose you the game. No, he did. No, he uh, didn't make a lot of mistakes. I thought he was a little bit more timid. Would be the only critique I had early in the year. Yeah, and I don't know. And again, I don't know enough to know if that's if that's Hank or if that's coaching. Uh, but no, I think Hank's a quarterback. You can win a lot of games. I think it's he's certainly a quarterback. You can win a lot of games in Conference USA with. Don't you discount this league? I mean, we we talked a little bit about. I mean, what is he top three, four? two, three, four in the league? Like, yeah, I agree. I mean, anybody would take him. I agree. Uh, I don't know. I'm curious if you're Hank. I, which, by the way, like, I doubt he's listening. Probably not. But I, I, honestly, you got nothing but love for the guy. Like, like honestly, I, I don't think a whole lot of players are listening. No, <laughs> I really don't. I appreciate I Hank. You. Like, that's that's a big deal to come all the way to Rustin from. You know, you're from California. You're up in Boise. Like that takes a lot. And so, I mean, I appreciate Hank. If you're listening, thank you for being here. We we didn't get to have you in the studio. We loved having you as a team captain. Yeah, first team captain as a quarterback in a long time. Everything we heard, the players loved him. Um, I don't blame him one tiny bit for leaving in his situation. Uh, but I think unless you bring in, I mean, this goes without saying, unless you bring in someone of his caliber, it's going to be a loss. <laughs> Fair enough. And listen, that'll be I mean, that's the, simple, but I, you know what I mean. No, yeah, that, that'll be the challenge that Sonny Cumbie and his staff has this offseason as far as, uh, you know, you got to be able to – and listen, like you said, like if you don't bring in a player as good as Hank Bachmeyer, obviously it's a loss. And so uh, that's what Sonny Cumbie and his staff will be tasked with this offseason. Obviously, Jack Turner got four starts this past season, so you have to think that he'll take uh, another jump in his progression as far as playing the quarterback position. And – uh, I think the bottom line is this. Whether you think Hank Bachmeyer leaving is a positive for the program or whether you think Hank Bachmeyer leaving is a If you think a it's a negative, positive for the program, I, I don't know what you're... All right, let, let's do this. I mean, what's the argument for him being positive that he's now gone? Well, I don't know. I, I was making a point, but let's say this. All right. Uh, I, I don't know how this will come off, but like Hank Bachmeyer versus Matthew Downing. I think Hank Bachmeyer would be better. You think? I know. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer versus Parker McNeil. I think there were times during Parker McNeil's season a year ago you could say they were on par, maybe McNeil a little better. 
I think McNeil was. We I know. would have loved to have seen him for twelve games. Yeah, we know. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, go back to twenty twenty one. Aaron Allen, JD Head, Austin Ang's, Kendall is better than those three guys. You go back to twenty twenty. Aaron Allen, Luke Anthony, he was better than those guys. So like. The, the last three years of quarterbacks that you've had at Louisiana Tech, I, I think that if you're being honest with yourself, which it, it, it's kind of difficult to do at times uh, as far as looking in the mirror and truly making a, a, an accurate evaluation of how things stand, I, I do think it's a loss because, and I say this like not being negative, but like it's hard to find quality quarterback play. Like you look in the NFL – 20 through 32 in the NFL, pretty garbage right, some Cam weeks. Newton says he's he's better than 80% of them. No, well, he's not. But you, you get what I'm saying, though. Like, it's very difficult to find. And, and I think if Bachmeyer would have chose to come back, like, I'm not saying that you don't bring in more competition to compete with Jack Turner and Hank Bachmeyer. I think it would have been good for the program. I think every coach is looking for more competition, whether it's quarterback, running back. Heck, running back, we saw, like, seven dudes play this year. Like, would anybody ever expect you to play seven different running backs? Probably not. Yeah. But that's why you want to have as much competition as possible. But that's one thing that obviously will be falling really closely here over the next few weeks as far as, uh, I guess, maybe month, maybe month I, and a half as far as figuring out uh, who's going to come in and compete with Jack Turner for the quarterback. Team. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're Jack Turner, you're, lip, you're licking your you're chops happy. right yeah, now. Yeah, First yeah. of all, you got a little, little playing experience here. You, yeah. you did decent. Uh, the team's yours right now until somebody else gets brought in. So, go get it. Start working out. Start working out. Watch a little film. Yeah. Start start chucking the ball around the yard with your wideouts. <sighs> Bowler well, I, bust in twenty twenty four. Don't make me answer that right now. Don't I make think it don't is. Don't make me do that. I think it is. Oh, you're saying that you're that's a that's a fact, not a question. I'm asking, but yeah. I yeah, if you were asking if I think it was going to be a bowl or a bust, oh no, I'm no, asking no, you not I, to I, ask me that. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. asking okay. you. Do how badly does this program need to make it to the Meineke Car? Yeah, I think bowl? this year you could have got away with like, hey, we were better than last year. You know, you get four or five wins, you miss out in the bowl. Yeah. Uh, still disappointing, but hey, we're moving forward. Uh, I don't know if four or five wins does you much next year. No, nah, I don't I, think it does. Probably not. Probably not. Looking, looking to get some dudes in the portal. Got to be some dudes. No, need th- more dogs. I was thinking. Do need more dogs. Need some more dogs. Uh, I was thinking today. You know, all, all the and listen. It'd be very, very difficult for any coach to choose to do this at a G five school or a P five school. But when everybody's zigging in terms of going through the transfer portal, I'd be interested to see how it work out. If you were like, you know what, I'm going to zag it, and I'm just going to keep. Sign in high school players and keep trying to develop high school players. Now, be interesting. We saw Hugh Jackson at Grambling fired after two years. We saw Terry Bowden fired at ULM after three years. So I don't know if you'd necessarily be given enough time to do so. I don't know if this is the year so. to zag. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? Though I would, it would be an interesting case study. Well, part part of what which well, this happened last year. We were we were jazzed about Hank. You know, God, right? Sorry, Matthew. Ten minutes into the show, and you two are already wrong. Delaware and San Francisco are similar to Michigan. You're right, Matthew. I'm an idiot. I appreciate you correcting me, though. I, you, you're, I, an, you're an idiot. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, Donald and Monroe, any of the younger quarterbacks on the roster you've seen flashes from or anxious to see come spring? Listen, I think I'm anxious to see both Evan Bullock and Blake Baker. Um, you're anxious. I mean, they're young. You haven't seen them a whole lot. You get a year in the system. 
You want to see how they progress. I don't think there's any denying that. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. We'll talk a little Dunkin' Dogs before we get to Sean Paul. Field of 68 is 625. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout, 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. All the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show. This is Mark Kramer. Join me as we break down what happened in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind on your home for sports in North Louisiana, 97.7. Gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. BC, Beck Hayes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. You can chime in like Matthew did and correct us on a few things if you want to. That's 888-993-7762. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, we got Sean Paul, Field of 68, will join us. In the next segment, or a little early, we're going to 625, oh, so we can get hey. Baby Barnes in here about 640. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, we're yep. big kicker guys around here. Like, kickers are people, too. They are. Uh, you know, Pat McAfee has the For the Brand sweatshirts and stuff, and I'm like, man, I wonder if Baby Barnes has one of those. But I probably won't ask him. It's, you know, disrespect, but it's what it is. So, uh, Dunkin' Dogs, 5-1. and one. Uh, Lost the season opener at Colorado State by a score of 81-73. Since then, uh, Colorado State's won five in a row. They're 6-0. and They beat number eight Creighton on Saturday. Uh, they're now ranked 16th in the country. Uh, obviously, that was a game you led by double digits in the second half, but it's become pretty evident since then uh, that Colorado State's a really quality program. And since that game, Louisiana Tech's reeled off five in a row of their own wins over Lyon College, ULM, Southern Utah, McNeese, and Dillard. Uh, We mentioned earlier, 71-62 win over McNeese last Wednesday 
in that win for the Bulldogs, Daniel Bacho. Uh, Beck, I know this was your first time to really you know get your eyes on him in an extended period of time. He goes 17 points, 8 rebounds, 4 blocks. He's truly a game changer. Inside. Yeah, he is. A, he is a game changer. It's uh, it's fun to watch. You yep. feel like you got somebody that can protect the rim, and boy, does he! Yes. And you can really see how it disrupts the other team. They no, they drive in, and they're evident. like, I can't do anything. Yeah, it's evident. It's evident. This is a a cheat code. Huh? A little cheat code. A little cheat code. Uh, so you go to Saturday. You're playing Dillard's. Uh, they're having a sale. They send you some <laughs> of their pl- employees. Uh, you're squaring off with them. I believe it's a two p.m. tip. Uh, you come out, you score 60-plus points in the first half, which was Pretty wild. easy. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty easy. Uh, you win the game 105-65. Got to love a 40-point dub. Hester uh, probably rips them for their defense in the locker room after the game. <laughs> Can't give up 65 We're not celebrating. Employees. Can't give up 65 to those guys. Uh, but the interesting thing to me was, you know, guys don't play a whole lot of minutes in a 40-point win. But your boy Bacho goes for 17 points and 14 rebounds in 13 minutes of action. 13 minutes. Yes. They didn't have an answer for him. <laughs> How many know. minutes are in a game, Ben? You got 40. 40? Yeah, he got 13 of them. Wow. Uh, Devin Reed comes off the bench, has a career-high 21 points in 24 minutes. Did, did our boy Ponder get it? Yes, Ponder did score a bucket. Did you no. not see it? No. He went up and under, reverse layup with the left hand. No, he did Yes, go to Tech Basketball Twitter. It was a smooth hey, move. Should we get that guy on? I love Ponder. Let's get him on. Uh, we might need to. Uh, great move by Ponder. But up and under with the left hand to lay it in. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Tech played 14 players in the game. 11 of them scored. Tech point guard Sean Newman was like, you know what? Not going to shoot tonight. Uh, he had five assists, zero turnovers <laughs> in 16 minutes. Didn't need a shoot. He said the boys were pouring it in themselves. Um, Jalen Henderson came off the bench. He continues to play well. 12.6 rebounds. Jordan Turner came off the bench, knocked down a couple trays. He had 10 points. Talik Chavez goes 3 of 3 from downtown, has 12 points. Isaiah Crawford, he's like, you know what? Probably not going to score a lot tonight. I'm just going to steal it. He had four steals in 14 minutes. So uh, it, it was really good to see this Tech team continue to play quality basketball. Obviously, uh I think the big thing early in the season is the, the chemistry within the group, and I, I think you can hear some of that in Talvin Hester's press conferences or some of the radio interviews that he's done over the last week or so. You know why Ponder's my boy? He's got a knee brace. Well, yeah, he tore his ACL last year. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's back, though. Is he is he a comeback player of the year, by chance? Possibly. Leading? Did you like the up not, and under? It was, it was not quite as uh, athletic-looking as you described it. But it was sick. It was sick. <laughs> it was good. I'll give it to him. I'll be honest. When he went up and under, I was like, there's no way that's going in, and it just went right yeah. in. <laughs> I mean, he's a ball player. Yeah, he is a ball player. Where did he play his high school ball at? Uh, the, the school we do not speak of. Oh, uh, yeah, Calvary yeah, Baptist. Yeah, Calvary Baptist. Yeah, yeah. you're on the Actually, I wonder. I think y'all are I the went... semifinals this week <laughs> on the gridiron. Cool. Who cares? Uh, I went to high school with a ponder that did play basketball. It might be his older brother. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, his name was Colton, and he was about six foot seven and weighed about 112 pounds. Okay. But I think he did play maybe at ULM. Okay. Uh, no, two siblings are Zachary and Sam. I wonder if it's a cousin. Maybe so. <laughs> might need well, to ask him research. the old family tree. Yeah, Ben Ponder. When we get him in. Ben Ponder's mother played softball at Louisiana Tech oh, from 94 so, to 97. How so. about that? Yeah, probably didn't get to play on the new field. I think it was only built a couple years yep, ago. That's so, good. Uh, looking ahead to this week, uh, I mentioned the road game tomorrow night at the pit. 
in Albuquerque, New Mexico, against a good New Mexico team. Traditionally, uh, I'm not going to say they make the NCAA tournament every year. They went to NIT last year. Their head coach, Richard Patino, that's Rick's boy. That's his son. Yep. Uh, kind of looks like Rick, to be honest with you. Uh, about 5'6", a little squirrely. Probably likes to work the officials a little bit. Uh, so that'll be a challenging matchup. New Mexico plays at the sixth fastest pace in the country. Uh, they will put it up and put it in the bucket. Uh, guess who they have on their team? Yep. You ever heard the name Jamal Mashburn? Nope. Uh, well, they got a son on their team, playing the NBA a long time. Tapes, 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 heard it. come on. You've heard of Jamal Stop. Mashburn. They got Jamal Mashburn Jr. on their team, Tapes. He's scoring 18 a game. What a Junior's gr- not his daddy, but what a great he's a pretty name. darn solid player. Oh, what is daddy averaging at college? 26? Oh, I, think, yeah, I think he was mid-20s. Okay. All right. Well, Where did he play, in the, he play in the league? Well, Jamal Jr.'s a yeah, senior. He pl- is he like a Hall of Famer or something? He played a long time in the league. Okay. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of very good people that Beck need to check up on. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a long list of those. <laughs> yes, there are. We didn't have basketball in Alaska, okay? We just had... Well, Jamal uh, Jamal averaged, uh, let's see here, uh, 19 points a game for his NBA career. Hmm. 50 years old. Says he lives in uh, Miami, Florida now. Ooh. Okay. Was the fourth overall pick coming out of college. Nice this time of year. Yeah. Anyways, let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. We have Sean Paul, Field of 68, will join us. We're talking college hoops. You're listening to Bleed Take Blue Radio. Sports Talk, 97.7. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hayes, John Tabor. Let's go right to the hotline where we're joined by Sean Paul. 
uh, college basketball writer for the field of 68. Sean, thanks for taking some time to join us tonight. How are you? You're doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pretty exciting season over there for you guys so far, so I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I want to start first. Let's go back to Louisiana Tech's opener on the road at Colorado State. Uh, obviously playing without Daniel Baccio, I don't, I don't think a whole lot of us knew what to expect uh, with Tech mm-hmm. having so many new faces out of the transfer portal. But I want to ask you on the Colorado State side of things. They're off to a 6-0 and start and just had a big win over Creighton on Saturday. Uh, did we expect the Rams to be this good this quickly here in 2023-2024? No, honestly. And I think, the, I think if anybody told you right now that Colorado State was going to hold a win over number 9 ranked Creighton, they were going to be right nationally at number 20 in the AP poll only three weeks into the season, I, I honestly think that they would be lying because Colorado State lost John Tanjay, a very important piece that he be transferred to Missouri, and they weren't that good last year either, but they got back Isaiah Stevens, who obviously has had some really good games. He was pretty good against Louisiana Tech. He's one of the best point guards in the country, and when you have a guy like that, you're going to win a lot of games in college basketball. But the biggest difference for this Colorado State team is the improvements defensively. They were a really bad defensive team last year, but they're up to number 42 in Ken Palm's defensive efficiency to match their number 22 in uh, offensive efficiency. So they're a much better team on the defensive end this year. A big piece of that was some of the additions in the portal, namely uh, Dominique Clifford, who transferred over from Colorado, and they're going to play Colorado tomorrow. But he's going to be a really important piece in that game and moving forward because you got to have defense, and he's been a great wing defender for them so far. Looking at the Louisiana Tech side of things, obviously, uh, here in Ruston, Daniel Bacho was, was kind of the, the key transfer piece that, that was added uh, to get him eligible. He's been as advertised here the first four games, 14 points a game, nine and a half rebounds, almost two blocks. What does Daniel Bacho bring to a roster that really enhances a team like Louisiana Tech? I mean, this is a guy that was a starter at the high major level in the best conference in college basketball. He was a key cog for Texas Tech, obviously, last year, but two years ago when that team was really good in the NCAA tournament, he was a big piece of that. He's a guy that really defends, obviously, as your guys' fans have seen at this point, and he's shown off a little more offensive chops this season at Louisiana Tech. It's opened up his offensive game a little bit more. But he's one of the best rim protectors in the country, one of the best front court defenders. And the fact that he's playing in Conference USA, the fact that Calvin Hester is able to use his past relationship to be able to get a guy like Daniel Bacho is one of the best recruiting moves of the offseason because this is a guy that could start at most high major schools in the country. And he's playing at Louisiana Tech. That really speaks to how important relationships are in college basketball. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And so I want to ask you this. Last Wednesday, obviously, Tech had a, a little MTE with Texas State, Southern Utah, and, of course, McNeese. And Tech came away with a nine-point win over McNeese. Will Wade obviously serving his suspension the first ten games of the year. Uh, but I came away just extremely impressed with the roster that they've put together uh, down in Lake Charles at McNeese. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a really good team. It's another one of those examples, like I spoke about with Bacho, you have a lot of guys that have played at higher levels at McNeese State, and a lot of guys, especially in the Southland, like if you just get enough talent, you just roll them out there, and you're going to be able to win some games like Northwestern State did last year. But this team is really good. Christian Shoemate was their best player last year. He's really good once again. They're using him a lot differently because they did a lot of ISO stuff with him last year, and now they're using him more uh, as a post guy instead of just a guy that's in ISO all the time. 
and that's because he has some really good guards with Shahada Wells, who had a 30-point game earlier this year uh, against Western Carolina. You have Duvon Garcia. You have DJ, DJ Richard. You have Antavion Collins, who's a really good piece next to Shoemate in that front court. And they still don't have uh, Mike Saunders or CJ Felder, two high major transfers. We'll see if their waivers ever get close through. If not, it's still a really good team that is a clear favorite to win the Southland Conference. In terms of Conference USA, obviously uh, FAU makes the run to the Final Four a season ago. North Texas has been really good for a number of years now. Uh, we know what Andy Kennedy's done at UAB. But uh, you look at the additions. Liberty comes into the conference. They're off to a 6-0 and start. Sam Houston, uh, I know they're breaking in a new head coach. They're 4-3. Uh, new Mexico State went on the road, really challenged Louisville the other night. What, what do you think the overall health of Conference USA is at this point? I mean, look, right now, Liberty is 39th in Ken Palm, which, I mean, if you're not a diehard college basketball fan, Ken Palm is really the analytic site that most college basketball people look to. Coaches use it. It's not really used as an NCAA tournament to get in, but it's a good indicator on what could come. And obviously, you're a top 60 team in Ken Palm. You have a chance to get into the tournament. Liberty's 39th ahead of a lot of high major teams. They will face FAU and the College of Charleston later this week in the Field of 68 tip-off. I really think that Liberty has a chance to secure that large bid this year if they're able to do some work this week. They have really good guards. They have a great coach in Richie McKay, and Kyler Rowe has taken a massive step up this season. The way they play with the Virginia-style pack line defense makes them really tough. It's a really slow-paced team, but they're going to be able to shoot the three extremely well. They rebound. They're disciplined. They're the best team in this league. The Louisiana Tech has a... the the number two spot right behind them. Okay, outside of Liberty, obviously, like you said, the the favorite in the league, Louisiana Tech, right there behind them. Who who are some of the other schools, kind of three, four, five down the line, that that could potentially uh, challenge towards the top? I mean, UTEP's been a really so far. The way that Tay Hardy's played has been really impressive. Uh, They battled against Bradley the other day, a really good Bradley team that's undefeated at this point. So I expect them to certainly be in the mix there. Uh, Western Kentucky, I don't think you can ever fully count them out, even though their talent level isn't what it was in the past. Obviously, a new coach, Rick Stansberry, is gone. Maybe that's for the better because he just could never live up to the expectations that were placed upon them. But if he can get more out of a guy like Christian Lander and Dante Allen, guys who were high-ticket recruits that just haven't got it going, they could be really good. And uh, But the biggest piece there is uh, Doc McHenry. He's been great so far. He's a great guard that's been there for Western Kentucky. So I expect them to be in the mix a little bit. But overall, I think it's a really top-heavy league. I think it's clearly you're looking at Liberty 1, you're looking at Logitech 2, and you're looking at UCF 3. The rest of the league is kind of up in the air. New Mexico State had a really good battle the other day against Louisville without Sammy Odakale, their best player. So they could be in the mix. Jason Hooten's a really good coach. I would expect them to be in the top six mix. But the Conference USA has three really good teams. The rest are lagging behind, but that top three can really play. All right, let, let's transition. Obviously, Louisiana Tech, a big non-conference matchup tomorrow night over in Albuquerque against a New Mexico team uh, led by Richard Patino. I believe he's in year three. Uh, tell me a little bit about this New Mexico New Mexico team. On the surface, it looks like they can really score the basketball. Uh, they're really good, but I'll tell you right now, I don't know what we're going to see from this team because in their last game, their two starting guards, Jamal Mashburn Jr. and Jalen House, didn't play. House missed a couple games. Mashburn missed the last game. I don't know what the health is going to look like for New Mexico, and that completely changes the outlook of this game. Because if those two were going, New Mexico could be in that Colorado State territory of being a top 25 team in the country. 
But if they're not playing, then a lot is placed on the plate of Donovan Dent, who's been a great sophomore breakout. But he hasn't had to face a team like Louisiana Tech quite yet in this role. So I'm curious to see if New Mexico is able to get healthy, because if they are, that's going to be an even tougher matchup at the pit. Really tough environment for opposing teams. But another name to watch is J.T. Toppin. He has been one of the most productive freshmen in the country at New Mexico. And obviously he's going to face a really tough front court with Isaiah Crawford and Danny Camacho. So it's going to be a tough test for him. But New Mexico has a nice balance of really good guards. They defend. They have nice front court pieces, like I said, with Toppin and Nelly Jr. Joseph. They're only not because they're not a great shooting team. So if you're able to get them on an off-shooting night, you could go in there and pick them off. But I think New Mexico is going to be able to win this one. I think Louisiana Tech will be able to compete, though, because that's what they've shown they're capable of doing so far in this early season. Okay, last question. We'll let you get out of here. In terms of recipes for, for a, vic, a road win for Louisiana Tech, uh, w- would that be you know just their post advantage or their inside play with Bacho and Crawford? I think so. I mean, that's that's going to be the formula to winning most games for them. But I think in this game specifically, you need to be able to hit a couple perimeter jumpers. In a road environment, you need to lead Chavez, you need Tyler Henry, uh, you need Henderson. You need those three to really hit some perimeter jumpers to open up the offense a little bit because maybe they'll start sagging off and making you make those shots instead of letting the big men dominate inside. So they're really going to have to prove that they are good enough for teams to respect their shooting. Uh, all right, Sean, appreciate you coming on tonight. Tremendous stuff. If any of our listeners want to follow some of the work you do online, where can they find that at? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at SeanPaulCBB. All the work I do will be on there. So I appreciate you for having me. It was a great time, and uh, best of luck the rest of the way to the Louisiana Tech faithful. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, have a good one. Sean Paul, hoops writer for Field of 68, also, also does some work for Action Colleges. These basketball guys, they're all over the place, so uh... – he knew his stuff, I'll tell you that. Yeah, more than me. Well, yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot. you got to show up and watch a game or two to figure out college hoops more than you. Uh, but really fun interview with him. Really big matchup for Louisiana Tech on the road at New Mexico. Again, that's an 8 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night out in Albuquerque. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. we got Jacob Barnes, Louisiana Tech kicker, joining us in studio. He brought a football with him, and he's got his cleats. I don't know what's going on. We'll be back right for this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Hey DQ fans, the leaves are changing and that only means one thing, the new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like snickerdoodle cookie dough, pumpkin pie, Oreo hot cocoa, caramel fudge cheesecake, Reese's peanut butter cup pie, and the choco dipped strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy it tastes good. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. 
You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Jacob Barnes, as we roll on on this Tuesday night. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, you can get us, 888-993-7762. Jacob Barnes, it's good to have you in. Appreciate yeah, you coming in. It's been a long time coming. Glad I'm here. <laughs> Are you really, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be good. I mean, five yeah. years I finally got on. It's oh, about time. Huh? Yeah. yeah, just had to wait till you were done. You Do know, you feel like you've been there. in college five years? No, no, it's flown by. Yeah, I still feel like a kid, honestly. <laughs> well, speaking of that... Have you been called Baby Barnes your whole life? Is that just a is that just a bleed tech? That's blue just thing? a bleed tech blue radio. <laughs> That's well, good though. Yeah, no surprise here. Not not a shock to a lot of you, but uh, older brother Jake Jonathan Barnes. He kicked, kicked here too. Kicked here too. Do you five year or four year? He was five year too. Okay, he was five yeah. years. So ten, ten years, years of Barnes. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> Did you ever think of being number ten, just like him? I thought about it, but thirty five is kind of my number. So okay, I, yeah, I like that. Always yeah. been your number? No, just college. Was college. Favorite was your- uniform combo. Oh, I mean the baby blues, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But if not, I kind of like the red, white, red. Yeah, that's that's better than red, white, blue. I'll give him that. <laughs> okay, okay, I can deal with that. I, I know you're not a red helmet, guys. Just making sure. Uh, all right, Barnes. So you are from South somewhere, right? Yeah, yep. uh, Baton Rouge area. Correct. Yeah. Did you uh, you big soccer player first? Yeah, yeah. Definitely grew up playing soccer. Kind of transitioned from uh, that to. Kicking footballs. All right, when did you decide you were going to transition to kicking footballs? Uh, Really just watching my brother kind of do the whole college thing. That's really when I decided I want to take it college-wise. But, I mean, I kicked footballs in middle school, high school, that type of thing. Were you always a natural kicker, like, when you started to decide to do it? Yeah, I mean, I I think kicking's pretty easy. It comes pretty naturally for me, so I'm grateful for that. That's not bad. That's, you know, if you're you're good at it, you just keep going is what I would do. yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Noah White's the best holder ever <laughs> because he can hold for lefties and righties? Oh, man. I hate to give him too much credit, but yeah. <laughs> so is a, a holder for a kicker, is that like a – I mean, there's preferences, right? I mean, you can obviously have a, a holder you don't like. Uh, how important is it to have a holder you, that you trust and do like? I mean, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a big thing. I mean, this past year was probably the hardest thing was adjusting just because I had Noah for four years and then having a different guy back there. I mean, it's kind of a comfort level for the most part is when you're looking down there in a game, you want to feel comfortable. So having that right. guy. To so what is, I mean, obviously we know Lace is out, right? Right. Preferred. Right. Of course. Yes, but is it you're, angle? Is it, it. is it timing? Like, what is it? There's a slight tilt. I mean, depending on the kicker. Depending, depending on, on the guy. How okay. much. Right, yeah. So most people just like it straight up, maybe with just a little tilted in. But it's a preference deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. I got you. Oh. Okay, so let me ask you this. How hard is it in practice to simulate game reps as a kicker? Uh, it's really hard, honestly, because kicking's mental. Yep. I mean, as you can see, there's super good practice guys, and they get in the game, and you yep. watch them, and you're like, how is that guy even starting, right? So definitely it's hard to simulate it. I think kind of for us this past season is just at the end of practice, they'll just gather everybody around. They'll be Try cheering. to put some pressure. Right, and that's kind of really the most – practice you can get it's harder when you're off on your own i wish i'd have seen that in practice yeah because that's what we always we always talk about i mean it's like you know kickers whether they transfer go to other schools it's like if you're a guy looking at them watching their film it's like i mean he can boot it he can boot it hopefully he's booting it the same in this atmosphere than he was in that one you know it's it's a little different you're not so dependent on other players but uh 
Yeah, so I guess that makes sense. Just pressure, putting as much pressure on you, getting used to yeah, the pressure. There's a different feeling you get when you're in the moment. Yeah. Sure too. Okay, the, the mental aspect of it. You mentioned that. Um, have you ever been a guy that thought a whole lot? Like, or are you kind of pretty stoic as far as being able to put the last right. kick behind yeah, you? Yeah, I think as a kicker, you have to put the last kick behind you. I mean, I think a lot of people don't, and that's when you see them kind of fall off for a little while. But yeah, having that mental aspect of kind of. Even though you miss, you got to look at the next kick and know you have to. If make it. If you miss a kick, are you one that you go to the sideline and you talk about it, or are you like, all right, nah, like I know right. what happened. Right? Yeah. Usually, I'll just I'll talk about it for a second, but usually once we go back on offense, is really when you flip your mindset on to go. Okay. I totally forget about it. All right. So on your when you miss a kick, didn't happen much. No, as we doesn't. said seventy nine percent. Best all time. What can you? The reason. Like, what is your typical... Do you know instantly? Yeah, do you know, like, what the reason is? Yeah, it just, like, usually you don't even have to look up once you make that okay. initial contact and okay. you kind of know. <laughs> so it's either... It's, so it's like a... Not a missed kick, but it's, it's contact. Right. It's obviously not a lining up issue. No, usually, I mean, you kind of... All right, you're not going to believe I remember this, but... Uh-oh. You remember that game winner you hit against UAB in 2020? Right. Didn't you miss it the prior time? Yeah. Okay, how, how difficult is it to flip the switch like that quickly in that environment with a lot on the line? Uh, I think that's probably easier than waiting until you go back on there okay. like 10 minutes yeah, later, honestly, because you're still in the moment. You're mad. You want to just kick it through the uprights. Okay. You're not thinking anything about So that, did they, they ice you and you missed it? Or what happened? Uh, I think we just went right out there. It was like a penalty or something. Missed it, roughing the kicker. They actually hit me, so it was fair. Okay. You're like, whoa, that's not what I signed up for. I'm the kicker. I'm the kicker. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, I got so, a shot at it. How many tackles do you have in your career? Oh, college career is zero. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One concussion when he tried to get the ball. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was this year. So yeah. that that game winning kick, I was, I don't. This must have been early. That was the game Milton Williams just went berserk. Right, I wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. I lost I an that. argument with my wife. Yeah, no, I was at a Halloween party. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, so. And I was watching you are the a game. Big Halloween my, guy. No, now that no, I talk about, I was like, watching. You missed the show earlier this year <laughs> for Halloween. I was watching on my phone, and like. People were around. They were kind of watching, and I wasn't really listening. And so I saw us miss the kick, and I turned the game off because I thought we lost. Yeah. And then I was talking to somebody, and they were like, like, "No, we won." And I was like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) So so I didn't even see. That's glad I didn't know you at the time. Is that your only only uh, game winner? Only game at the buzzer. That's the only one. You know, that's a bummer. You tell me you're playing college football. You're kicking. You won't like five to seven years. You expect to have a couple feelings out. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's uh, uh that's you punted forty nine times in twenty twenty. Do you like punting? Ah, uh, I like punting before I averaged like thirty five that year. But <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. So here's what's his name? Oshlenberger. What's his name? Oshen. Oshendorf. Oshendorf. Okay, shout out to that guy. He can boot it. Yeah. We should get him on. I don't know if he's still got great hair in the country. Too. But it, here's the deal: we needed it. We hadn't had it in a long time, and he didn't get talked about enough. Right. He punted enough. But explain, he did punt. Hey, I'll be explain, honest. He punted a lot. He punted a lot. <laughs> explain to me how dudes can boot it in practice with the punt and then just not boot it all during the game. Yeah. Oh. Because we man. we saw practice and it wasn't that bad the past few years. Right. My, my, and then you get in the game and it's just can't do it. Right. Because he's tall. <laughs> I mean, he does have a big build, which is good for a punter. That's definitely what you're looking for. Which helps out with his leg being so big. Miss hit is still carrying yeah. 40-something yards. That's a yeah. good point. So, good point, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely big for him. But, I mean, I guess in a game for me, you're sitting back there all by yourself. At least. It's a little nerve-wracking. Are you more yeah, nervous to catch bit. it than you are kick it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would think so, too. 
<laughs> and then once you caught it, you're like, sweet. I don't even care if this goes 25 yards. Yeah, yeah. It didn't go behind me. <laughs> didn't yeah. get a safety. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. All okay. Right. All right. All right. So your brother, uh, what was his percentage? Do you have that, Ben? Uh, I think he's second all time. Oh. The Barnes leaderboard. Yeah. You, you would obviously, you probably enjoy having a little higher percentage than him. For sure. Yeah. Do you talk a little smack every now and then? I mean, I did. I found that out and I texted him immediately. Oh, actually. good. Yeah. <laughs> just update him after every game. I had to let him know. Uh, did you, did you, is he your sounding board for Cam? I mean, do you, do you find, or were you wanting to talk about it after games or did you kind of just, this is my thing? No, yeah. I mean, after games, I'll definitely talk to him. Usually he kind of knows right after the game that I don't really want to talk about right. it. Yeah. Or have a bad right. game. But, I mean, after, give it a couple of days, he'll definitely talk to me. Okay, um, he finished 78.6%. Oh, that's close. He also made 81 field goals. Skip did love a good field goal. Oh, Skip loved a field goal. Loved it. Had the right guy there for it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Awesome. All right, I got to ask you this. Ask every guy we have in. We haven't had anybody in yet. Hey, your first you're, one. You're number one this yeah. year. Oh, cool. Uh, after a game, talking to your parents, what, what's the kicker mom and dad combo like? Is it like, hey, you played great? Or is it like, <laughs> man? Team look rough out there. Yeah, it's not even about what I did. It's more about <laughs> how you're, the team played. You're so they can talk about the team and it not really offend you because you. I mean, you either did your job most of the time. Eighty percent of the time, you did your job. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you do want to win. So right. No. Suck. No. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. are competitive. Here. For sure. But I mean, a lot of the time you're watching the game just like we are. Right. So you can talk to your parents and be like, "Man, that was you know." Yeah. See if we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's how do you make sure that you're staying loose on the sideline, kicking to the net? Yeah, kicking in the net. Which, Ride the bike. Yeah, I do get on the bike a lot. Yeah, it's not as bad. You as and Smoke cold. like the bike. You're like, hey, Smoke, it's my turn. Yeah, he's always kicking me off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody can kick me off, I'll let Smoke kick yeah, me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And you're a fi- are you uh like there was a few times this year where we knew we were about to kick, but you know, whatever network we're on that day loves a four or five minute timeout. Mm. And uh, you're brutal, big yeah. uh, fidgeter guy walking, pacing. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, what's that your... a lot this year. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, uh, yeah. I just kind of some guys go back to the net. I just kind of linger around, maybe make some small talk with the. What, what do you feel like when a? I mean, I I don't know how many times it happened in your career. What do you feel like when a coach tries to ice you? You kind of look at this. Oh yes, like, yes. Yeah, we just, saw it in the NFL twice this week, and the ice worked. Right. Yeah. As kid, you just have to laugh at it. Honestly, That's really, how I take it. Okay. Like if some people they can take it real too serious or this and that, and then they you get don't want to do that though. Right. I mean, no. a lot, I've heard kickers say like, I just use it as a practice kick. Yeah. But in the NFL on Sunday, we saw it twice. They made the first one, got iced, and then missed the second one. Well, yeah. also, didn't the Bills try to ice that? Philly kicker and he still kicked it 59 yards in the yeah, rain. Didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. That one. Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, it. My thought with that is like you might you might as well try it. You know, as the like, co- uh, yeah. opposing coach. Yeah, uh, you yeah. might as well try it. It doesn't like, hurt anything. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It may or may not. Well, I mean, you don't get any extra salary if you keep the time out from the back. That's what pocket. I'm saying. <laughs> and you can say like I think it's probably in the world of football. It's like well, it's it's an action step that's like I'm trying to. I'm as a coach. I'm doing my job to try to try to coach. Yeah. yeah, it might be considered lazy if you were to not yeah. ice. Like, my but we've seen it. Dinner at we've, after. Yeah, or you know, honestly, I know this is probably bad juju, but Uh-oh. if I was really confident and I got iced, I would just shank it. The oh, ice, the first time, shank the ice, <laughs> and then be like, "Oh God, you oh, man!" <laughs> and then and then you've now put then, you yeah, mind gamed him. That's funny. Yeah, I bet that really. Now you shank the second one. <laughs> uh, does Buck that's always you. try to kick it over the deck? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah, I've asked you I've asked you this before, but uh when kicking a five yard field goal or a fifty yard field goal, mm-hmm. 
I think I know the answer for Buck. For other kickers, is there different speeds of the old leg swing, or is that throw-off timing, and you you got one speed? and it's... I'm interested in this, too. Right. No, for the most part, you want to keep everything the same, kick every ball the same. I mean, I think in the back of your head, if you're kicking an extra point, I mean, you're not going to try yeah, you'll... to kill the thing, obviously. Okay, be a little more conscious of it. Right. You tell that yeah, to Buck. Because yeah. Buck kills it. <laughs> he does. Well, I he think does. Buck's like trying to show us how much he squats. He's like, <laughs> well, and he's also probably tired of that jumbotron. He's like, I'm going to take it. He's taking it down himself. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay, so last year we had a little issue. Uh, the most blocked kicks in college Extra football points. history. Yep. Okay, probably. History. Yeah, maybe. I don't check that. Um, it, can you tell us what you think that was without throwing anybody under the bus? Um, I think it was a little bit of everything. Protection-wise, we had a new scheme going, which yeah. most of the O-linemen were not familiar yeah. with. Okay. Um, so blocking was different, I think. Uh, I guess a little bit of the operation, getting the ball a little higher, uh, could have been done a little better. Okay. Um, so kind of Talk all around. Itself. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. Let so, me ask you this. As far as a, a snapper goes, as far as the whole snap, place, hold, kick, I mean, it's obviously the most important part. Right. You can't kick the ball if it's not a great snap. How hard or how long does it take to get that timing? Like, you had Reed's Blankenship. You had uh, Griffin Armstrong last mm-hmm. year. You had Gabe Pugh. I mean, you've been through some snappers right. in your career. How long does that take you to get comfortable? Uh, it takes a little bit. It kind of depends on your holder, really. Because the holder's the most important yeah, part. Yeah, because okay. they're, they're either catching it faster or putting it down quicker. So you're kind of basing it off on what they do. So, regardless of the snap, it's kind of the holder kind of figuring everything out to help you figure it out, essentially. And if and if you have any weakness, so that's what I felt like happened last year was, I don't know this for sure, I know defensively every team is probably trying to block, but if you know, hey, they're blockable, mm-hmm. like, that's got to be, you're probably scheming a little harder, a little, I mean, what was that like mentally for you? <laughs> Did that mess with you being like, man, we've had three or four blocked? Uh, this year, I know they're coming. Like right. I know. Yeah. Do you think about that? Oh yeah. You try not to, but I mean, you you do for sure. I mean, that's probably the worst feeling, honestly, is you kick a clean ball and look up and it's getting blocked. Um, but I think when you go out there, you if you think about that, then you I mean you're yeah, doing. Do you ever do you ever tell the coaches to like let the snapper snap it straight to you and let you throw it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did I you have. ever have? Did you ever have a trick play for you? We we've had one before. Never activated it. No, we've never. Caesar seen. did in twenty twenty. He did and didn't go very well. Didn't <laughs> run a four three. <laughs> didn't run a four three at Rice. No, no. Uh, don't fakes always work better in practice though. They do. Yeah. They, when they, y'all when y'all work. implement a fake in practice, does the defense have any idea? Uh, I think the first time we run it, they don't. I mean, they kind of have a little idea that something's coming, but yeah. we try not to. You know, tell them let them know. Get exactly. a realistic look off of it. That's interesting. I like that. I like that. You like okay. a good fake. Field. I love a good fake. <laughs> I love a good fake. All right, so what was your career long? Do you know? Uh, I think it was 51. Whew. That's a boost. What's the longest you've hit in pregame? 60 this past, oh, like past it. year. At you had a little wind. I was there just for a little that. Bit. Yeah, just a little. You know, it's, a, it's a little more windy there. <laughs> <laughs> Toughest place that you played in your career? Toughest place? In terms of atmosphere Ooh. or weather or whatever you want to choose. Um, I... Probably UAB was at 2020 whenever I punted and kicked. It was super windy and cold. It was awful. You didn't yeah. like that? No. What no. is the challenge of being a punter and a kicker? I'm sure you did oh. that in high school, right? Right. Yeah, you did in high school. It's a little different in college just because more pressure and everything. Uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, I think really you can't let one affect the other if you're being a combo player like that. Yeah. Well, you're on the sideline when they're, say, when they're on offense. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to do. Yeah, one you're of kind two of things. always trying to stay yeah. ready, which sucks yeah. <laughs> for a longer game. <laughs> I got you. I like that. Hmm, that's an interesting yeah, that's component. A, that's, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. You okay. don't see most like most kickers don't punt or punters don't kick. Right. Not many. No, not some many will do. handle kickoffs. But I guess they can back them up sometimes, but yeah. they're not starting it. Yeah. At both. All right. So in your career too, you've played at some big time schools, which as a kicker, that's got to be pretty fun. You know, oh, you yeah, played at Clemson. You played at Mississippi State. We won't talk about that one. Um. It's a good game. Yeah, you played at Missouri. I mean, you played at some. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be standing on the sideline for most of the game, you might as well do it on a cool, oh, cool absolutely. atmosphere. Yeah, it, with the student section right behind you, so you can talk to them the whole game. That's okay. That's like do, do fans chat at the players a lot? They do. They do. Well, uh, it kind of depends where we're at. Like Liberty, pretty awesome vocal, game. awesome game. Yeah, they were so vocal, but they're kind of really? like a nicer vocal yeah. in a way. Yeah. But <laughs> so you don't get cussed at a lot generally, right? No, they're more cheering you on what was, course, where'd you get where'd you get heckled the most oh we went to, not rice oh i don't think no, no. oh they don't have any fans <laughs> okay man. we went to uh utep one year and there was just some they were chirping oh yeah just like five guys sitting right oh behind. yeah that's just always the, the whole time yeah and you can always hear them <laughs> yeah you know you think it helps or hurts that you're uh not the most intimidating guy in the world do you think oh that, no yeah it helps it helps like I'll, I'll talk back to him some people though ignore him Okay. They ever asked you, you to take a picture? I did take some pictures at Liberty. Man. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. All right, let's go ahead and take a timeout, Taves. We come back. We'll continue our conversation with Louisiana Tech kicker Jacob Barnes. You're listening to Bleed Take Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Rustin. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. That moment, we arrived in the scene. The storm had nearly destroyed the area. This was our own community. Friends, family, people we grew up with, went to school with. We were there to help. Several of us were working to rescue a family. They made it down to the storm cellar, but the house collapsed on top of the cellar door and trapped them. We had chainsaws going, and we had to use Humvees and heavy machinery to move massive trees and debris. We got them out. We helped a lot of people out. It felt good to know I could really make a difference. Right here, close to home, in my state. It was one of those life-changing moments where I realized I am making a difference in these people's lives and mine. I'm a citizen soldier in the National Guard. You can serve part-time and be there the moment your community needs you. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor, Jacob Barnes. All right, Barnes, got a question from Ed. Shout out, Ed. You can get us 888-993-7762. All right, you got a degree in aviation. Right. Uh, do you have a job lined up yet? Um, not yet. So I've graduated in aviation management, and then I'm working to finish my professional aviation, hopefully. End is, of is that spring. pretty typical? Whoa, typical. <laughs> I just made a board. Is that pretty typical that pilots will also have aviation management degrees? Uh, you always minor in it. I ended up majoring in it just because oh, okay. I needed a little, a little more school-wise yeah. for being here five years. Oh, yeah? Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Big four-year degree guy. That's, okay, yeah. That's I don't know what that's about. What do you like about flying? Why Why you, uh, Why you pick flying? What you do always like know. It's got a call right. demeanor. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That'd yeah. And it's just a good getaway. I feel like once you get up in the air, you're just not yeah. really worried about anything yeah. on the ground. It's <laughs> nice to get He's away got that voice. Everything. You'd be like, hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for So uh, have, you ever flown, yeah. have you ever flown like a group of people yet? Uh, No, I flew my brother. That's my only family-wise I've flown. Okay. Um, but no, I do want to fly my You family. want to be like an airline pilot or a private jet private pilot? Right. No, I'm not sure. I could take either route, honestly. I haven't set my mind on so either what, one. You know, you probably know this better than me, but uh-huh. when I asked the airline versus the private jet. The private jet pilots, you're kind of at the mercy of whoever's paying the bills. You're just like, you got to be right. ready to go. Flying, certain, yeah. You're like, hey, it's two Might in the morning. Not be well, you know, pilots, they only work like three or four days a month. Yeah, yeah, but you got a schedule, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that a joke? They, they don't work much, do they? <laughs> they work like half the month. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can only fly so many hours, right? Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But I know some guys that fly private jets for people and they're just like it's great it's nice but it's you're also like you'd be doing something be like hey we got to go and you're right. Like, right we'll, we'll notice it yeah. anytime yeah. yeah i got you okay all right so before we took the break you said you took some pictures at liberty uh the social media age have you got any death threats in the dms probably you- not <laughs> no it uh, happens it happens, it happens really sure. oh, oh kickers yeah. are the number one guys yeah especially with sports betting now that everybody's okay. paying attention oh, to the game yes. okay that's i'm really that glad changed the game a lot honestly so <laughs> every week before tech games every week bleed tech blue and listen i know we're not nothing like we're not that popular whatever but dm's like hey is so-and-so playing hey <laughs> what do you think about tech minus four hey and what some do you of think these about guys the over under i'm like dude like I look at their profiles and it's like New York, New York, and I'm like, I'm not responding to you. Like, like how did you even DM you me? Some, you get some odds makers. Like you get yes. some guys. Like it's not just people wanting to. That bet. is really right. an interesting, like dynamic oh, that's yeah. been created the last yeah. two or three years. Yeah, for sure. So after the Mississippi State game, didn't you have? Did you have some? Oh yeah, that was a bigger game. Okay, but that, like, that was like random people though. Right, yeah. Most of them are like burners account, but every now and then you get a yeah. It's not like the guy that was in your biology two hundred class. It's like you. No, no, that guy's more like him on Monday. Yeah, you see him on Monday. Yeah, he'll deal with you when he sees you. Yeah, man, that's interesting. interesting All right, so what what happened? you know, obviously you get more followers and stuff. Like, what what was it? Was there a game that you got back to the locker room and your phone was a little bit blown up? The Liberty game, really? Yeah. So what? What happened? Why? Why? Well, because like, all in the top, you were interacting with them. Yeah, and okay. their student section was right behind us, and there was it was packed. So there's tons of students, and they were just talking to me the whole time. They looked at my Instagram, so they started knowing more about me. So then we were really able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, like that's, that's awesome. Cool. Though. When we were in Nebraska when I played, listen, it's been a while, but like 
it's cool when the fans engage. Oh yeah, yeah. like you kind of like that aspect. Of oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we used to always like sit in the outfield and like look up the outfielders' Facebook and find out about their <laughs> family. <laughs> you know, yeah. I love always said nice things. You know, hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. That kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> for sure. Hmm. So yeah, I like that. I like that Barnes. What will you miss about Louisiana Tech? Man, probably a lot. It's been, I mean, basically. Five years here. My brother was here five years, so it's been almost ten years. Your brother's still in town. Right. You all yeah. had no overlap, right? You no. Were... I, uh, he left that with and I came So is it so. just you two? You and my sister? sister. She came to How old is she? Well. 26 oh, she's or so. Okay. Mm-hmm. so. She's a, a teacher. So you are baby Barnes. You're truly Baby Barnes. Yeah, you're really I am. I'm the we baby. call you Baby Barnes because of your, 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 your brother. Jonathan's little brother, but also right. you kind of have a baby face. <laughs> That's just a fact. I'm not even... <laughs> Not being bad, negative. You know, just, hey, you that's know. another nickname to use. Babyface. Babyface Barnes. Babyface Barnes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just the truth. True fact. We're, we're here about facts. Who are some of your uh, favorite specialists that you get to play with? Favorite specialists. Oh, man. This is a tough one. I can't leave anybody out. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably all listening to it. So. By the way, I love the LaTeX Specs uh, Twitter account. Yes, yes. Uh, Slowly getting awesome. passed around on yeah. people. So. I like it. I like it. So. Hmm, probably favorite, man. I don't want to name too many and leave out somebody, so I'll just go favorite. Probably Reeves. Okay. Ship, yeah. Reeves is a good time. Not a great choice, but yep, <laughs> it'll work. I mean, as a specialist, I mean, it's not lost on us. We know this, Ben, that you guys are kind of out on your own a lot. A little different. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to do as many push-ups. So okay, I want to ask you this. When it comes to conditioning for specialists, mm-hmm. like obviously you got to condition, everybody conditions. At the same time, you're like, you got to be thinking like coach, like probably not going to trot down the field. <laughs> Don't tonight. need this. Yeah. yeah, is that part of it? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Summer conditioning is that tough on specialists? Are they doing everything everybody else does? Yeah, or? usually we're doing. It kind of depends coaches wise, but for the most part, we're doing the same as everybody else. But that gets a little hot out there, huh? It does, yeah. Because usually we're tossing balls. Like this past summer, we were tossing balls to quarterbacks while they were throwing the whole time. Okay. Oh, they they give you other jobs. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not just standing around the whole time. While you get to double is... as a pass rusher sometimes. Yeah, we do, yeah. Baby <laughs> oh, Barnes coming off the edge. <laughs> give him a minute. He'll be we there. Got a, we got a couple blocks this past year. <laughs> got a couple more steps than the other guys. He'll be there. Don't worry about it. Uh, that's good. I like that. That's I like that. Cool. All right. All right, so what do you think about uh, – you got to see a lot. This is a there's a y'all are a unique group in the fact that you uh, you were here during COVID. Um, you were here during the birth of NIL. You were here uh, just a lot of landscape changes in college football. Can right. you talk a little bit about uh, what was the COVID year like for you, and then also just into the NIL? Other than stuff. awful, yeah. <laughs> uh man, COVID year that was that was a crazy year for sure. Uh, I think it was one of my better year kickings, <laughs> yeah. field goal percentage-wise, just because I guess there wasn't as much pressure on the line doing And you got anything. like 30 days in between games. Right, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of practice, which is nice. You're always fresh. <laughs> do, do players, like, when at, following up to Beck, like you talked about the NIL change or the transfer portal, is that something that's, like, conversated a lot about as far as, like, man, like, I'm not saying, like, hey, I wish I had an NIL deal, but do you talk about, like, how crazy it is or are college kids pretty naive? Or, or do they not talk about that kind of stuff? Right. No, you'll you'll talk about it. I mean, if you see something wild going on at another school, of course, we're going to bring yeah. it up. I mean, we're not really 
getting anything crazy at Tech. Um, but, yeah, you'll talk about it a little bit, make some small talk on Transfer Porter and that kind of and thing. And y'all had some opportunities with jersey sales. Is that right? Yeah. Is that everybody? Well, did, yeah. Is that every player in college football, or, is it, or does it have to be set up by? I'm sure it's most, but I think it's yeah, everybody, it up. Yeah, everybody has their different companies they use. I got you. I like that. So you get a percentage of your jersey sales. Do you sell any jerseys? Right. Uh, I do not think so. Okay. Well, yeah. still time. There is still time. Yeah. <laughs> Might need to buy one to hang it up in the Raptors, you know? Never know. Yeah, you never know. We <laughs> get the dome. Uh, when you're a senior and you finish up, do you get to keep a jersey? Yeah, they do. They frame one up to you and send it to you. So that's, that's awesome. Awfully nice. Do you get yeah. to pick which one? You do. Just not the baby blues. Ah, what's, of course what not. Do you gonna, did you pick yet? I did. I chose the, uh, the the blue one. The other blue one. The other blue one? Okay, that's not bad. Why over the white. white. Yeah, over the white. Because the white, you know, gets a little Do you like these new uniforms this year? Yeah, they're nice. They, were, they looked good. They do, yeah. They're not super tight on you, kind of like the older ones are. How early nice. pregame do you like to go out on the field and kind of start loosening the leg up a little bit? No, yeah. Specialists go out there a little early. We go out there pretty early. It's pretty nice just to kind of have a little room to yourself to warm up for everybody. You ever ran into a band member at halftime? Oh, man. I feel like this this year they were on there forever, and it's three minutes left to go in the half, and they're still out there. So Shout out to the band of pride. <laughs> Tooting their horns as long as they could. Literally. Literally, as long as they could. I like that. That's good. Uh, so talk about, I mean, obviously the you've passed the baton on to Buck. Right? right, yeah. Unless, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, that dude can kick it. Pound for pound, he's a kicker. He is. And uh, a safety, kind of. <laughs> and a safety, which yeah, Ben loves to talk about his, his uh, game film in high school. He was a kicker and a safety, and that dude could. Put a look on somebody. And he's got some good college yeah. film lately yeah. like too. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so what? What allows a little guy like? I mean, he's kind of a little guy. Isn't he a little guy? He yeah. Looks, I mean, sure. he's not like six. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, what allows someone like him to be able to just boot it that far? Right. He just has a naturally big leg. Is it uh, flexibility? Like is a little does bit that matter? Is he wide? It does. Up? I mean, yeah. yeah. For some guys that are not as strong, flexibility is bigger. Uh but, yeah, he just has a huge leg. His technique's pretty good, and he can just smash it. Yeah, he seems to get uh, get the full contact of the ball. Not oh, yeah. Okay, this yeah. is a weird question, but, like, okay, you're a kicker. He's a kicker. Your brother's a kicker. Like, all these different kickers. Like, uh-huh. Matt Nelson. Like, you probably know old Nelly. Yeah. Uh, do y'all all, like, do you have your own style, your own technique, or do you talk about, like, hey – this is how I do it. Like, can you relate mm-hmm. to other people and how they do it? Or is yeah. it more like, hey, like, this is kind of how I do it, and I have to figure that way out? Right. I mean, we all have our somewhat similar styles. Um, but we can, I mean, we'll do, still coach each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's uh, what so, I'm yeah, we'll give a coaching on what we think. And then usually it's kind of you take, I mean, most of the time they know what they're talking about. Uh, kicking a football is pretty similar across the board. Everybody has their just little. They have. Okay, as far as coaches go, like you've spent some time with different special teams coaches. Do they mm-hmm. have different? I, I guess it would be like wording and far, as far as how they coach things. Yeah, I think uh, special teams wise, it's harder because most special teams coordinators aren't really kicking coaches yes, per yes. se. Okay. So sometimes they'll put their input in. I mean, it can be good just coming from an outside view. Um, sometimes you can't let what they're saying really get to you because okay. they might and that, know what they're talking in about. that scenario. And obviously, we're not pointing to specific coaches, but, right? No, but yeah. are you like, coach? This is kind of how I see it in comparison to you. Yeah. Or is it kind of like, all right? Oh yeah. When you watch film, he'll he might say something, and you'll like you'll say back to him what you think on. You yeah, know, yeah. We'll go back and forth. Kind of. He wants to find the best swing that for you, for and you. you want to find the best swing. So it's kind of going back and forth to find what the best is. So for I mean, Ben and I both have sons. Uh, 
thinking about kicking. Okay. You know. They'd have to learn to walk first. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe yours is already crawling compared to mine. Charlie's just not interested. Okay. Maybe he will be one day. <laughs> but if it's a lot about, I mean, it's camps, right? Like, it's camps. Right. Like, if you yeah. want to be in high school, because I feel like a good high school kicker is like a pretty big weapon. Oh, yeah. In for high sure. school. Yeah. yeah. And every time. A guy tees it up to kick it in high school. You're kind of like, man, this is 50-50. It doesn't matter the distance. <laughs> but then yeah. you got to go to college, and it's like, you better be. You can't be 50-50. You can't be 50-50. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you? I mean, what do you think? Like, if if you're if you got young guys, middle school, uh, I mean, camps are obviously important. Did you do camps? Yeah, I do a little bit. Uh, I mean, kicking wise, camps are more of kind of like a ranking, get your name type out. Thing. You yeah. kind of have to, to to get yourself right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Which is that's how you get in front of the recruiters, right? Which is crazy to me because why couldn't a recruiter just go through every high school in the state of Louisiana and be like, this kicker is, you know, ten for fifteen. This kicker is ten for thirty. This kicker, right. like, oh, he's ten for fifteen. I'm gonna go look at him. Yeah, like, kicking's weird because they have big kicking coaches, and most college coaches will just yeah. go talk to the big kicking okay. coaches. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, let me ask you this: how, how big of a difference is? I assume you kicked off a tee in high school, right? Going to the ground in college, big adjustment. Yeah, it, it that initial adjustment's really big because kicking off a tee is a lot easier. You get higher, yeah. more height on the ball, that type of thing. Uh, but once you kind of get used to kicking off the ground, you, you don't really. So think why about can going back. some? Why does some struggle with that adjustment? Is it like? I mean, it's a lot harder. Uh, I think that's really the biggest thing is just kind is of just changing a little of your technique, kind of okay. plant foot wise, that type of thing. So some people just can't adjust to it, honestly. Hmm. Are there any kicking coaches like on staffs in high school that are, can say, "Hey Barnes, like <laughs> you need to do this"? Or are they all just like, "Hey man, he made it." <laughs> oh, in high school? No, no, they're just <laughs> hoping you made he it. He made it. <laughs> so you back think out you there. can make it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, there's a uh, no. That's interesting. I just you know, it seems like a obviously it's a very technical position, uh, but you just I just don't feel like I've really ever seen that many good high school kickers. Like you don't hear about them. You know, and I don't follow high school that much, but well, Calvary's in the semis this week. Yeah, that doesn't mean they have a good kicker. You know, I don't. <laughs> might. You might. <laughs> and if you have a good kicker, you just got to have a good snapper and holder. In high that's school, true. Too, which usually uh, you don't either, so that kind yeah, of plays into it, part of it for high school. Yeah, and you yeah. got to try to convince the guy. Like, listen, I'm good at kicking. He's just not good at snapping <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or holding. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> coach. You didn't even put it on the <laughs> tee. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's it's just curious. I mean, I. There's money in kicking if you're good, you know, and yeah. you don't have to get hit. Problem is, only, no CTE for you. Generally speaking, there's only one though. So Ben, yeah. Ben, uh, Ben roomed with with Nelly, Matt Nelson, and I in college, and uh, Nelly, we went to Boise, and is that the same? Did he get an onside kick that game? Mm, that was the onside. Kick. He did his own. He did the Pat McAfee onside well, kick, oh. got it himself, oh. and then he also got knocked into a different week while he was there. Got oh, a concussion. A little concussion. Oh, was this on the same kick? No. Yeah. On the butt? No, 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 no. On the butt? It, that was later in the game. He was, like, running down, right? I don't know. Yeah, he was running down. Just got absolutely clocked. Oh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> got to watch your lips out there. Yeah, you got to watch. <laughs> yeah, but generally you're not getting hit that much. Right, no. Uh, so, you know. You don't come out of games too sore. No. No, 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 no. no. Unless you have to hit a 68-yarder. <laughs> Got to watch the old groin. Yeah. I'm full of muscle. <laughs> All right, Ted, let's go ahead and take our final time out. We come back. We'll wrap things up. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. 
At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farmville Highway in Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday night. Appreciate you listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Back, uh, next show will be the first show in December. Next uh, <laughs> Also in Ooh. some conversations to do some shows during baseball season this year. Hmm. You excited about yep. that? You seem like it. I haven't told the wife, but she'll be all right. I'll talk to you if you need me to. Yep. Uh, we've thrown that out to a number of our sponsors, and uh, they seem to be pretty receptive. So going to get with Santori and Sean to try to get that finalized. Hopefully add on a few shows of Bleed Take Blue Raider. Hopefully Lane Burroughs and the Diamond Dogs really chop it up this year on the, on the Diamond. Yeah, if we can get basketball, which honestly basketball looks like they're headed in the right direction. Pretty salty. Uh, definitely worth going to watch yeah bowling team's off to a great start uh and if we can get the uh the diamond dogs going in the spring then uh that's kind of what this university needs right now yeah we need some positive i think that goes without saying i can't be the only one providing the positivity i promise you that much (laughs) that's the truth that is the truth all Uh, right barnes barnes this is your chance to just uh you know maybe uh you you touched a little bit about like what you're gonna miss but Mm -hmm. um when you look back at your time at Tech, I know obviously every player. How much player... will you miss the guys in the locker room versus? Yeah, are you gonna? You think you're gonna have a tough time transitioning out of football? Are you kind of ready? No, it's it's gonna be tough. Even these past two weeks, it's kind of like today. Today kind of hit me the most when like they had a team meeting tonight, and my roommate left to go to the meeting, and I was like, 
Hmm. Don't have anything to do. Yeah, right. So I'm not on a football. You team don't anymore. have yeah. that. You don't have that structure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or that. You know. I'm sure Sp- some days you're set, like, man, schedule set up for you yeah. now. You just kind of don't have that. It's a little so. different. It is. Yeah. So you're not being told what to do anymore. That is also nice. A little, more, a little more freedom. No uh, <laughs> 5 a.m. workouts or whatever. No. Nope. You think you're going to continue the workouts? Is that going to be a I got my gym membership on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You should just get shredded. You should. I mean, That's the plan. Yeah, That's just the just get shredded. Just <laughs> curls. Just curls for the girls all the time, and uh, just get shredded. That's what I would do. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That's well, awesome. We appreciate you coming in. Yeah, it's thanks for having me. We appreciate your service over the last five, six, seven years, however long you've been here. Yeah, thank now, you. What do you think about guys getting all these COVID years and like, 17 extra years pretty cool huh yeah it's cool why not yeah oh, college football is the best, best college football best thing. is awesome did I mean see, it is awesome did you see Bobby Petrino's going back to Arkansas is he really they so, got him back so here's the deal I'm gonna tell you this and I'll tell Barnes so Bobby Petrino's going back to Arkansas so I went down a rabbit hole on the sports company I started looking up his old girl that he had the motorcycle wreck with. yeah that was him that's right yeah so he has the motorcycle wreck with the girl and I'm like alright where's this girl at nowadays she's now so after that, she married her fiance. Okay. Uh, he was a strength coach at South Carolina. Now they live in Alito, Texas, which, do you know Bama Jim that calls into the sports company? Uh, Bama Jim actually lives in Alito, Texas. So Bama Jim calls the sports company this afternoon, and I asked him if he'd seen old girl around town yet. Yeah. Did he see her? <laughs> no. He said he's going to go look for her. <laughs> but that's pretty funny. And I think it's hilarious. So that, he got fired because of that incident? Yes, yes, yes. Was he doing well there before? Yeah, they were like top ten in the country. And oh, they fired wow. him because of that? They couldn't forgive him? Why? This is SEC. Well, maybe in, 20, a little motorcycle. maybe in 2023 they would Do we even him. know <laughs> if they were romantically involved? Or was uh, he just they were, her a it ride? Was, it was pretty obvious some of the details <laughs> that came out that 51-year-old no. Bobby and 25-year-old 25? Old oh, yeah, a little half no. the old Bobby's age. Wow. Yeah, that was the, that was really the dagger in the whole situation. <laughs> that was the dagger. Tough to come back from that. You couldn't pull the oil. I was giving her a ride. It, well, no, no, no. Here's the deal. She was driving his motorcycle. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> that one's tough. Had he? You think he'd have survived if he if he was driving? Probably not. She you didn't get hurt, which he should be thankful for. And he was on the back, and he got hurt. He got roughed up pretty good. Is he all right? Yeah, he's good. He's got the neck brace off. Eleven years later, and. He's doing good. And he's back. And they just <laughs> welcome him back with open arms. I'm well, and sure. the funny thing is, Arkansas's coach is probably going to get canned after 2024. And so a lot of people are like, huh, I wonder if they'll hire Bobby. Oh, back. so what is he doing? An uh, offense coordinator. Really? Yeah. That is weird. College I would not want a former <laughs> coach in there that used to no, be his office. No, it'd be great, though. It's why college football is. Right, if best. that's not a testament to time will heal all, I don't know what is. I know. <laughs> it will. Just need a little time. It will. All right, Man. baby Barnes, uh, who's going to win the national championship? I'm going Georgia. Three P. Are they heating up? Three-peat. They are heating up. They, they are. Old Beck's getting himself figured out. Yeah, Carson Beck. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> not Beck Ames. Yeah, no, not me. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think Georgia's probably the favorite at this point. I think so. Although I wouldn't mind. All seeing. right, Barnes, what if Skip calls you and says, I want you in the USF? The USF He's going. <laughs> are you going? Honestly? Yeah. Probably. Why not? Yeah. Three. I'm going to wear those red jerseys. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. Been I a fun it. show tonight. Want to thank Jacob Barnes for coming in. John Tabor, tremendous job. Beck Ains, your treasure as always. Dunkin' Dogs on the road at New Mexico, 8 p.m. tip tomorrow night. Lady Texters at home against ULM. I uh, believe the men are at home Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock against Nichols. So a lot coming up in Louisiana Tech Athletics for BC. Same time, same place next week. We'll see you.
Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister